Here we go on Overreaction Monday. It's Action Sports Jack's Overtime, and it's ESPN 690. We were up this morning at like 8 a.m. doing some Monday morning madness, and we're not done until we get done in 59 minutes. We got plenty of overreaction for you, more Jags talk. We'll get you set for the doubleheader on Monday Night Football, which you were here right here on ESPN 690. But before we do that, Brian Middleton checks in with the traffic. Busy drive as you make your way from Mandarin out to Orange Park this evening. West Beltway northbound starting before Old St. Augustine Road. Right now it's at least 25 minutes to get from the 95 exits out to Blanding. And the ride is much nicer as you make your way through Arlington East Beltway southbound. Though you are having the brakes around Atlantic Boulevard, give yourself at least 17 minutes to get from Hexer down to JTB. And this traffic report is brought to you by Koala Insulation. Heating and cooling account for almost half of a home's energy use and expense. Koala Insulation helps you save money on energy bills. Reduce your carbon footprint and live a healthier life. Schedule your free evaluation at koalainsulation.com. With Jacksonville's most frequent traffic, I'm Brian Middleton. Jeez, is that not like the longest read of all time, Brian Middleton? Holy cow. Listen, if you just show up on time, you know, we wouldn't have to play the big long read and you get all upset about it for no reason. You know? So all you have to do is show up on time. All you have to do. It's an easy fix. Meanwhile, I got a camera upside down. You're standing up in the shot. What are, what are we doing, Brian? I'm getting my Pat McAfee on, man. I feel I feel more alive when I'm standing up and talking. It's funny okay? you say I that. I feel like I can get into it a little bit more on a Victory Monday, on a overreacting Monday. That's true. It is still Victory Monday. It may be uh, 6.03 p.m., but it's still Victory Monday here in Jacksonville. One and one. One and one. Not mad at it. The Jags beat the Colts. The Jags shut out the Colts. The Jags dominate the Colts. The Jags do all the words that mean those same similar things to the Indianapolis Colts here in Jacksonville yesterday. What a glorious day it was. The defense, incredible. Trevor Lawrence, efficient, making the plays. Christian Kirk making things happen. James Robinson looking as good as ever. Brian Milton, what else is there to be said about what the Jacksonville Jaguars did to the Indianapolis Colts yesterday afternoon? I got a question, Casey Kurtz, since you are asking me a question that I'm not going to answer straight up. Sounds good. How long do we get to celebrate, right? How long do we get to celebrate this win right here? There are a couple of different factors before you give your response that I want to throw to you. Please do. It is the Colts. One. Fair. You've been talking about how bad the Colts are. I have been. Since All day. Yeah. And even yesterday. That's one, right? I sure Two. Yeah. It's the Colts. We, we beat the Colts at, at home. You know what I mean? So, like, though the win is exciting... I mean, it's uh, it's something that we've done. There's been very few things that we've done positive over the past couple of years, but this is one of the things that we continue to do. Yeah, listen, bro, we're not in the locker room. We ain't got no 24-hour rule. Oh, no, well, I'm, but I'm asking. We got time. When do we start looking forward? It's only 6 p.m. Tuesday? It's only 6. They just, it's barely been that. 24 hours. 6.04. Yeah. 05. It's been like, what, an hour in 42 minutes and some seconds? Like... We still got time. Why wouldn't we still celebrate? Jacksonville. I didn't say stop celebrating. I'm asking when do we start looking forward? At least. As media members. Not today. Wednesday. When do we start breaking down tape? We break it down on Wednesday. They play on Sunday at like four. That gives you the extra couple of hours. I mean, we have plenty of time to still celebrate. Why are you trying to move on? Did you get your kettle corn? Cause no. you, you know, yeah, that's how you. That's how I can tell. I didn't get my kettle corn. Yeah. Unbelievable. Is that is that coming? I don't know. 
Okay. I have no absolute idea. Do they know about this? I don't know if you talked yeah, about I'll, it. I'll, I'll update the people. So uh, okay. the Dream 18 golf tournament was today. Brent Martin put that on uh, at the golf club uh, at Southampton. Right? Good good event. A lot of good vendors out there. A lot of good food highlighted for me by the kettle corn. They put the kettle corn on the ESPN 690 hole. So last year when I was out there with Stuart Weber, I was demolishing the kettle corn left and right. They should have stopped giving me kettle corn, but they said, nah, you good people. And apparently you know Brent. So they just kept feeding me, which was awesome. This year, obviously, we had some Monday morning madness that we had to take care of. Uh, we had a show this morning uh, at 8 a.m., and here we back are at 6 p.m. We're built different here on ESPN 690. Nobody else is doing that in this city. Go on. Go point to them. Let me know. Get them in my DMs. So nobody else is on at 8 a.m. and on right now, especially sports radio in this city. Come on. But um, what was I talking about? Kettle corn. Yeah. So uh, we did the show this morning, and now we're back on, and I didn't get to go to the Dream 18, which I heard was a great time. I heard it was a great always is. Brent does a great job. Everybody else out there uh, from Action Sports, Jacks, Marcel, Liv, Stewart, everybody does a great job. You know what I'm saying? So they were out there. I wasn't, and I still haven't got the kettle corn. So if you were out there, like mm. John Bachman, uh, I saw Mike Burrish was out there. Yeah. Uh, the Jacksonville himself. Armada, the Jacksonville Sharks, all, all kinds of people were out there. And I'm leaving people out, obviously, but I'm... You know, Brent has the list. I don't have the list. I just know from what I saw on Twitter. And everybody else got the kettle corn, but we didn't get the kettle corn. But we hopefully we'll get it soon. That's what we're talking about when we talk about kettle corn. Okay, yeah, because you were still explaining to I was. I got, I got lost there. a couple times. I had, I, I had to throw a shot in there. You know, what I, you know I had to. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where we're on the kettle corn. But hopefully tomorrow uh, when I'm at Davoli's House of Cards. That's the plan that Brent's going to bring it to me when we are down there because he's about to do some TV at 7 o'clock. They call it Jags Report Live. And uh, you can tune in and watch because we are done at 7 tonight. Usually we go until 7.30 on Mondays, but Monday Night Football starting a bit early since it is a doubleheader. So we will only take you up until 7 o'clock. No Jumbo Shrimp Baseball tonight, but they are back home tomorrow for the last homestand of the season, believe it or not. Wow. So to answer your overall question, we can start looking ahead on Wednesday. Mm, okay. Because we're still going to let this thing ride out. I know we talked about this morning, Brian Milton, but not everybody uh, was with us this morning. What a, what a football game. Oh, yeah. No, what absolutely. a domination. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan who? Didn't even look like a top what back in the league. 15, 25, 16? I meant 26. Uh, you know? you calling the play for a second. Yeah, yeah, I was calling the play. I mean, he, he, the ball. he looked like a regular running back uh-huh. against this Jags defense. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan... Matt Ryan turned, got old and slow way quicker than I thought because the Jags made him look old and slow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it was just – it was domination from Jacksonville. And, you know, come to expect it with the Colts coming to town. And they've beaten the Colts. Last year, I mean, they've beat them for many years in a row. But a lot of those games have been like – go back and look. Six to three, nine to six. It hasn't looked like it looked yesterday. Yesterday, it looked like domination. And it really was. Well, yesterday, it looked like you have – a team that buys into a coach. It's a good call. A coach that is responsible and couples that with actual ability, right? Because coaches have ability as well mm-hmm. to scheme, to teach, to put their players in the right positions or the best positions for potential benefit. Uh, and it, it looks like you have a team that's bought in, a defense that's coming together, and also a quarterback that actually – like, has everything under control and has time to have everything under control. Uh-huh. And so, you know, when you have all those things on the list, I don't care what team you are and what team you're playing, you got a chance to really shine and look really good. And that's what the Jags did yesterday. And so now moving forward, 
even though we're still celebrating the victory. I don't yeah. mean I don't mean moving forward like we don't care about this win that just happened yesterday. But yeah. as you continue down this season, how do you build upon this right here? I don't think I don't get the energy or the feel or from any of the pressers afterwards or any of the transcripts that were sent to the email where I went and reread through what, you know, Coach Peterson was saying or what Trevor or whoever else was saying things that they're going to rest on their laurels. And, and it didn't even sound like uh, like the regular professional speak that you're supposed to say these certain things so that you don't come off as too cocky or, yeah, of course, we're focused on the next game. They seem very genuine on, like, let's celebrate this right here. I'm happy that this happened. But also, we need to continue to build on this. The good things that we've done and the good things that we did in yesterday's game is great. And now how do we take that next step to get our second win? To be competitive with whatever team comes up. Just so happens it's going to be the Chargers next week. Uh-huh. But it'll be the Eagles the week after that. I think it'll be the Colts right right again or some other team right right after that. So that is going to be the next challenge because I think that we're going to see certain spots in this season where the team looks like this and not just because you're facing the Colts and you have like an off-the-chain defense. Like it won't be that. It'll be just because we're we're better than the team that we're playing and we're executing. And when we're executing, plus because we're better than the other team, it's going to look like that. And then I think we may still have moments not quite as bad or as long as the commander's game, but I think you'll still see that. We're still young in a lot of key positions here, and it's still some some of the big pieces are still new acquisitions. So it's going to take more time for this to be, I think, a continuous thing to look like this. Not necessarily shutouts, but as dominating. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that. What, how do you build on it? And they will try to do that in L.A., which, by the way, the West Coast has not been uh, kind to the Jags, uh, to say it lightly. They've had a rough time out there. They had an extremely rough time in SoFi Stadium last year. I was there. It was ugly. Um, my travel plans were just a little bit worse. I was about to say, that was more ugly. Yeah, I mean, it was very similar, but yeah. that's how bad the Jags played against the Rams. They yeah. will have their shot at the Chargers. Keenan Allen, will he be healthy? Yet to be seen. Justin Herbert, will he be healthy? Again. Test them ribs out and find out. Yet to Test be seen. Test them ribs and out and find out. What, that's a, the Jags have all of a sudden, with the, all the sacks they've gotten early in the season and the forced fumbles, that's all of a sudden a team that Justin Herbert would not want to face if he's not 100%. Because he's going to get hit. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't care how good Justin Herbert is, and he's great. But the, the style he plays, oh, he yeah. might have to tone it back because of the injury, but he's going to get hit one way or another. Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker getting back there. Well, and what is he about? 6'4", six, 6'5", six, ain't he? He's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand, stand tall in the pocket. Look over the line, okay? We're we going to touch some ribs. We ain't trying to hurt you, okay? we just trying to tackle you, man. Huh? We'll make sure everything's okay with you. We're going to test you out over here. Send a report what? to your doctor. There you go. Mr. Herbert. You love calling him Mr. Herbert. Hey, overreaction Monday. We got some overreaction coming up. Uh, This tweet popped up on my um, um, timeline. I want to read it to you, Brian Middleton. Uh, It says, and I quote, if the playoffs started today, the Jags would be a three seed and would be hosting Lamar Jackson and the Ravens for wild card weekend. Hashtag overreaction Mondays. Give me a hell yeah. I'm ready. That was the tweet of one, the broadcast Don. Give me my credentials now. Co-host of the show, Brian Middleton. <laughs> give you the credentials of the playoff now. game? Listen, um, I love it, right? You know, if it ended in week two, yeah, the Jags would be in a great spot. It'd be hate a great to, game. Hate the matchup. 
I, I know. Woo, especially after that. And start bench removed, you got a heck of a one because Lamar Jackson. Do I? Oh, man, he had a – well, you know, you saw the game. Yeah. Have wonderful. you seen the stat line? Did you hear great. the stat line, though? It was great. Holy smokes. Anyway, yeah, that would be a great game, though. Yeah. So um, there's a little uh, just overreaction Monday yeah. uh, for you. Playoff watch. Playoff watch. And to your point, listen, it's week two. Week two ends tonight, and the Jags could be in sole possession of first place in the AFC South tonight. If – and here's the thing. I – like, I know it's week two, so some people are hearing that. They're like, yeah, bro, it's week two. I understand it, too. Uh, the Titans are playing the Bills. So I don't think it's if. I think it's when. Oh. Okay. And what happens from there? You know what I'm saying? All right. You got to play the Chargers. Tough team. Don't get me wrong. Then you got to play the Eagles. Tough team. I, I'll, I, we will talk about this more on Sunday because this, for me, again, we're not moving forward from Victory Monday. We're still here until at least next week, Wednesday. But... I do not think Brandon Staley's a good coach. I think he makes a lot of bad decisions. I think he's indecisive at times. The Jags, unquestioned, will have the head coach advantage when they go to L.A. Mm. Doug Peterson is a better coach than Brandon Staley. That's how I feel about it. I'm not going to change my mind because I've seen enough from Staley to say, oh, that's you wild for that. And most of the time it doesn't work. Sometimes I'm like, you wild for that, and Justin Herbert bailed you out. But there... He will be out coached by Doug Peterson. Is there ever a time where you're just like, no, nah, that was a good call, Brandon? Very rarely. Oh, okay. Very rarely. All right. Um, I, I always end up watching the Chargers. I don't know why. I like Herbert. Like, I don't love him, but I like him. I am always end up watching the Chargers in the 4 o'clock window, it feels like. But anyway, w- when they are in the 4 o'clock window, I should say. But that's one advantage they will have. Doug Peterson's a better coach. So that will be interesting to see the, the chess match with that. And then, again, if Herbert's not 100%, anything can happen, Brian Middleton. Anything can happen. And I've stood by this the whole time, looking ahead uh, to two weeks from now. I've said this since the start of the season. I said it in the offseason. I've said it since the day they hired Doug Peterson. I'll say it again. Doug Peterson will find a way to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I've said that the whole time. If he got a suit of himself. They will steal one in Philadelphia. Uh. I've said it. I will stand by it. Okay. I don't know how much I fully believe it because the Eagles are a better team. Sometimes you got to speak it into existence, man. I've been speaking it into Manifest. existence since the summer. They will win that game because Doug Peterson will will them to win in front of his old squad, in front of his old fans, the old owner, the old GM, all them boys. He's going to say, look what y'all did to me. Y'all casted me out, mm-hmm. tried to make me the scapegoat, mm-hmm. and then he's going to beat them in Philadelphia. But we got plenty of time to break that one down. We got plenty of time to break down the Chargers one. But we only got so many Victory Mondays here in Jacksonville, and what a feeling it is. It is different. It is it's different. It's different. It's different. And, and listen. It's Victory Monday for a lot of reasons. If you're a Florida State fan. Oh, can't tell you nothing. Can't tell the Seminole nothing right now. 3-0? 3-0 the Florida State Seminoles? I'm over here, you know, as a you know as the official station for the Florida State you better uh, believe the Seminole it. football team. I have nothing but love and respect and belief in you guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are other teams in the state that might have started off shining brighter but have since fell to the waist side. But you know what, Florida State? Mike Norvell, Michael Norvell, you know what? You know what? I believe in you guys. The way you guys just continue to put the wins up after terrible losses past couple seasons, after yeah. it looking like, boy, I don't know if Mike's even going to make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the B3-0 right now, regard- well, I won't say regardless of how the season plays out, 
but you guys should take a moment, or maybe you did on Saturday night or, you know, Sunday or whenever, uh, Friday, wh- whenever the actual victory happened because it was Louisville. Like, that was a, such a crazy game because mm-hmm. I was watching. Uh, listen, be proud of yourselves, mm-hmm. okay? And, you know, who knows what? If you're 3-0 right now and you get a couple of other wins, I don't know who else is on their schedule. I'm sure Clemson's somewhere they gotta there. they got to play Clemson. they got to play Wake. they got to do both of those things yeah. when they play Boston College this week. That's doable. That's it's, a doable. It's probably going to be always a tough game with Boston College, but it's more than it's doable. doable. It, the, the Florida State Seminoles will be favored in that game if they're not already. I'm not sure if the line is out. But yeah. first time since 2014, I want to say. I had the stat. Um Yesterday or whenever, uh, whenever I put it out there on Twitter, is either 2014 or 2015. And if I just keep talking, I will be able to tell you that it is indeed the first time since 2015 Florida State started a season three and zero, and they have a chance to go four and zero against Boston College. So Florida State Seminoles and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fans, they're feeling pretty good. Should another an, another fan base that has a victory Monday, Florida Gators fans, Florida Gators fans and Jacksonville Jaguar fans also both have share a victory Monday today. If you are oh, a very- Gator and a Jag. It's double victory Monday. Very mature of the way that you're talking about the Gators right now. Really quick, Casey, before you go further with that. Yep. I saw some stat from some sport uh, outlet. This is the first time in 3,625 days that the Giants, the Jags, the Jets, yeah. and one other Lions. team, the Lions. What in the world? Yeah. I do math in my head, and it's not right, but I can, like, approximate. So it's 365 days in the year, 366 on leap years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to just divide that number by 10. So it's almost 10 years, almost 10 years. So it's like nine seasons. Yeah. What were you doing uh, 10 years ago, Casey Curse? Not driving, I'll tell you what. I was not driving. Holy smokes. Yeah. Man. I was not even having All my right. permit, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, it's a good stat, by the way. And the last thing I want to add just before we go to break. Uh, about Florida State and the Gators and then uh, simultaneously being Jags fans. Okay. There's no doubt one fan base feels better about their team than the other. And Mm. that fan base, their team resides in Tallahassee. Mm. They lost Jordan Travis. And they pulled it out. And Tate Rodemaker said, he he came in. He was looking not good. And he said, "Mm," and the fans said, "Mm," and I said to Coach Kevin Sullivan during the Blitz Scoreboard Show, who Kevin Sullivan follows Florida State, I said, hmm. It didn't look good. And then he turned it on. Yeah. And then he started playing, and I was like, mm. Yeah. And they win the football game. Unbelievably. They figured out how to win in New Orleans. They did it in Louis- in uh, Louisville. Mike Norvell's the guy for that job. We've, we've all said that. We all said, I think Mike Norvell's the guy. Mike Norvell's the guy. He cemented that. He willed his team to win two straight games that he, they, <laughs> they should have at least went to overtime with LSU. And they found a way to block a PAT and win the football game. They lost their starting quarterback, who's extremely dynamic, and they still win the football game. It's incredible. But nonetheless, it's Victory Monday for the Jags. It's Victory Monday for Florida State. And it's Victory Monday for the Florida Gators. A good week for football fans up here in Northeast Florida. We take a break overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. We take you up until 7 o'clock. And then we got football right here on the station. We got the Bills and the Titans Monday night football. The Jags, listen to it, because when that one ends, the Jags will be in first place in the division after week two. It's been a minute, but it's finally back. The Jags on a victory Monday over the Indianapolis Colts. We continue to break it down next. Overreaction Monday continues right after this.
Reaction Monday right here in Jacksonville, Florida. One overreaction that uh, isn't really an overreaction because it's just the cold, hard truth if you're listening in Indiana. I know I got some family in Indiana that's listening. Sorry, Grandma. She's a Colts fan. Shout out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out. It'll be all right, Grandma. She'll get over it. Tighten up. Hey, why, why That's your you? grandma? That's my grandma. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I'll take that back, Grandma. I don't know if it's Kurtz or not, but it Casey's not. grandma. Yeah, Casey's grandma. I, I apologize for the strength yeah, of the okay. tighten up. I that's mean, okay. still tighten up, but in a respectful she way. She knows. See, I, my grandma's funny when she, she'll she text me. Uh, I'll see if I can pull this up real quick. She'll, uh, she loves the Colts from Indiana, and uh, she, she'll text me and Amanda because she knows Amanda's a, a, a Jags fan, uh, pretty diehard. And so my grandma, you know, she, she's got a puppy too, by the way. Oh, good for uh, her. So... Uh, she sent me a picture of the dog there watching. I sent her a picture of Blue, you know Blue, Yeah. Uh, sleep on the couch. Uh, <laughs> my grandma said, not a great start. Ryan threw an interception. The receiver should have tried harder to catch. Blue needs to wake up and watch. Oh, Blue's like, uh, good luck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Blue never woke up. Well, she did eventually, wow. but not for the game. Got a little dark. Yeah, it did for a second, but I brought it back. Uh, not, not for the game. She slept through the game for the most part. Um, but, yeah. Casey, sorry, sorry, you, you want to know why I don't feel bad for Colts fans besides the fan that besides the fact that I'm not a Colts fan or, you or your grandma, right? Though yeah. I'm sure she's a lovely woman. She is. Listen, Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Edgerin James, and then y'all follow that up after y'all kick Peyton out with Andrew Luck. And yep. granted, you know, you didn't get to the very pinnacle, but I don't feel bad for y'all. Nah. Go through this struggle. Go Feel it. it. Go through it. Marinate it. Let it sit in your soul for a moment for and, a couple of seasons. And then the funny part is like the struggle. It consists of a playoff berth with Phillip Rivers, a near playoff berth with Carson Wentz, uh-huh. and then now might actually be the struggle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're bad. They're like, ah, oh, we missed the playoffs by one game. The Jags are like, can we win five times? That's all we want. You know what I'm saying? If we could just play the Colts five times, we would have five points. Ooh, but, um, I wish I had something queued up. Talk your talk, man. Anyway, overreaction Monday, uh, a couple of overreactions from the weekend. And I will start with this one. I told you this morning after we got off the air and you – said some things like you wild for that or something. Okay. Uh, and, and just some just some kind of flying takes. If you, uh, we're, we're working out this segment on the fly, but I love overreaction Monday. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are better with Cooper Rush. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, wild. They, they you just wild are. They, they just yeah, are. I can't really tell you why because I don't understand it either. But, you know, Cincinnati's got a pretty good defense. Cooper Rush now, uh, he played. He started a game last year, figured out how to beat the Vikings, did it again. Took him down the field when he had to. Nice little field goal kick from um, their kicker, May Mayher, I believe is his name. And, uh, yeah, it's game, set, match. They, figures out ways to win, man. Cincinnati's a good team, and they mm. figured out a way to do it. Mm. Micah Parsons is legit. That's not an overreaction. Micah Parsons is really, really good. But, you know, Dallas, if Cooper Rush is just going to keep winning you games, you might as well ride with him. You big dummy. Hey, it's overreaction Monday. Mm, mm, okay. Oh, wait, no, Casey, I'm going to go with one that's a, a bit uh, less off the Dane's point, jumping off the Dane's point. Sometimes you got to call it as you see it, Brian Milton. What do you got? Yeah, well, we're going to go with this. Tua, I'm going to chop your last name up, so I'm just going to be like Tua T and be real with you. That should be your new nickname, the way that you're showing out. All these people out here that was doubting you. Aaron Schachter included. All these people that said, that, look, he don't got the arm. He don't have the ability. He went to Alabama. They had all the best wide receivers, and that's why he was showing out. Well, guess what? He got two really good wide receivers, so it's like Alabama part two. Did you see anything from the game, any highlight? Tua will make a Pro Bowl this season. Mark my words. 
And really? He, and he may not go because he's like, I'm still playing. Now, you heard mm-hmm. it here first. That's true. Overreaction Monday. I had to remember what day it was. It is Monday. Yeah. yeah. And this is Overreaction Monday on uh, Overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. We didn't bring this up all day. And, like, it kind of feels like a downer to bring it up, but I have to. I have to do the service. Did you see what happened with Aiden Hutchinson yesterday? Did I? For those that didn't, you were locked in the Jags game. I understand it. He had three sacks, five total tackles, one for a loss as well mm-hmm. on the run. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, how can I overreact to Aiden Hutchinson having three sacks? Because I'm not sitting here telling you that I wish he was here because that's not the case. But then I started thinking. And I'm like, all right, number one, number over overall pick, number one, number two overall picks in recent years. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, mm, you know. I think of Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. A lot of things come to mind. And that's where I get to overreaction Monday. And I tell you that, mark my words, these two are the best one-two picks in the NFL draft in the last 10 years. Easy. And they will be for the next 10 years. These two guys are going to have really good careers. There's probably some I'm forgetting, but it's overreaction Monday, and I'm not worried about that. What I'm telling you is week one, Trayvon Walker, dominant, absolutely dominant. He made plays. He had interception from a D lineman. Think about it. Week two, didn't show up on the, the stat sheet that much, but, the, but his uh, presence being out there, his ability to still disrupt things without actually getting any sacks, open things up for Josh Allen, open things up for Arden Key, open things up for Roy Robertson-Harris, open things up for Adam Gotsis. His presence was enough for the Jags in that one. And then Aiden Hutchinson, it was a rough week one, but if you're going to get three sacks in week two against Washington, you know, all right, we're going to see. I think Aiden Hutchinson might be a good player. It is overreaction Monday, Brian Milton, but I think Aiden Hutchinson and Trayvon Walker will be the, the best one and two-pick duo we've seen in a long time and will see again for a long time. I don't, I don't, know, uh, I don't know if that's an overreaction. Like, I'm struggling, and I want to pull up Wikipedia, but I don't want to actually discount that. That feels right it's because a good take. it benefits the Jags. It's a good take. So I'm like, yeah, let's go with that. Huh, okay, Casey. Uh, this is one that I personally um, don't think is an overreaction, but I'm sure that the people at Rocky Top will feel okay. like it is. All right, what you got? There's no way that Tennessee deserves to be in the top 25. Y'all can't tell me differently. This ain't 1990. This ain't 2005. This ain't 2006. <laughs> I can't remember when they stopped being, you know, really good. Yeah. Is Philip Fulmer back? Who's so. the coach? Heupel. Oh, that's From right. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, man. 11th, 11? Yeah. There's only 10 teams better than Tennessee. After the third week, only 10? Yeah. And I, we got 50 states we and do. a territory in Puerto Rico. We do. Huh? Mm-hmm. No knock to the people that, uh, you know, go to Tennessee, those athletes out there, you know, great job, all right? This is all for entertainment. But some of it is serious. I looked at that top 25, and I don't know what were they ranked last week. But uh, you don't, 15, I think. You don't just jump. Yeah, you just don't jump to 11, you know, unless you were like Florida when they beat Utah, and all of a sudden they were, yeah. they were up there. But I'm just – uh, man, I was, I texted you about it because I was like, maybe I'm out the loop. I'm doing traffic. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving back from Charlotte. I, yeah. I'm doing all everything, but, you know, actually watching the, the rankings and all the other games over the weekend. So maybe I missed it. Yeah. Maybe they beat Alabama, then had a doubleheader and beat Ohio State. They, yeah, it's possible. You know what I'm saying? do a lot of those doubleheaders. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The Jumbo Shrimp do it. So I'm just like, maybe, they, true. maybe they they're do. trying something new. They're expanding the playoffs. 
So maybe they're trying something new. Yep. Man, 11th. I see you, Rocky Top. My bad. No way you're supposed to be there, though. Overreaction Monday. Hey, the good news for uh, uh, Tennessee and all the Tennessee fans is they got a cakewalk this weekend as they play the Florida Gators. Um, and that's where my overreaction will come in. Uh, but this one might actually not be an overreaction as well. The Florida Gators are the same team that they were last year. Oh, you're a hater. I see. You. Okay. Listen. You're a hater, though. All th- right. Listen, I've been off this team the whole time. I've told you since the beginning that this was not going to be a, an easy or good season for the Florida Gators, mm. right? You know, they mm. got lucky and beat Utah in mm. a game that they shouldn't have won. Mm. They almost lost to USF. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to USF. Got a lot of friends oh, that went there. Yeah. I got a lot of friends that went there. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, I think Olivia Tassley went there, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. No disrespect to USF. Been on campus a lot out in Tampa. You know, I, I know USF well. For a Here's while, I thought part. I was going to go there. Disrespect part coming now, though, U- USF fans. They have no business beating the Florida Gators. Mm. They have absolutely no they business didn't. beating the Florida Gators. And they didn't, but they should have. But they should have. The Wait, Florida what? Gators got lucky. The Florida Gators got lucky to win the game. Anthony Richardson was very bad in the football game. That's not an overreaction. But the overreaction that might be the true reaction is the Florida Gators are at best okay. They will lose to the Florida State Seminoles, and they're going to lose a lot of the games they have coming up. They will lose to Tennessee. Probably embarrassingly so. Billy Napier, following the Dan Mullen train, will not run the football. The Gators have a guy that has the last name of ETN as well. There is a relation. They're brothers to the one here in Jacksonville. He's dominant with the football. He's incredible running the football, and Billy Napier won't give it to him. He's like, nah, bro. You know what? A carries the game. Perfect. Great. Exactly what we wanted. No! You run the ball! Mm. It's not an overreaction, Brian Milton. The Florida Gators, they're not back. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're not back. They're going to lose to Tennessee. They're going to lose a lot more this year. They fooled us in week one. The overreaction was when I lost my mind about the Florida Gators in week one. This is just reality. Mm. It's going to be tough in Gainesville the rest of the year. Meanwhile, the Florida State Seminoles are excelling. I think the Florida State Seminoles are going to surprise a couple of games as well. Watch out, Clemson. Mm. That might be an overreaction. Yeah, that will online one for you. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Uh, Casey, I got one more. Yeah, go ahead. What you got? Uh, Listen, I I know everybody has their own opinion, and their opinions are wrong. Uh, And honestly, this isn't an overreaction, but it'll be be labeled as one. Lamar Jackson is the second-best quarterback in the league. Sorry to tell you, I know you got Aaron. I know Aaron, I know Patrick Mahomes is there. Josh Allen, Joe Burgess went to the Super Bowl. Y'all, y'all love him. Aaron Rodgers is out there. Discount, double check. I'm with it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady, goat. Goat Brady out there. I call him goat. Yeah. Daniel Jones out there just going undefeated. But listen, <laughs> Daniel Jones. Listen. It, I, his stat line. Not against, and it's not against a Colts defense. Sorry, this defense just shut down uh, another NFL team. It was the Patriots, but uh, it held them, I believe, to like seven points. It was a dominating performance for the Dolphins the, the week before. Mm-hmm. Huh? Lamar Jackson, 300-plus yards passing. Yeah. Bunch of touchdowns. 100-plus mm-hmm. yards running. Touchdown. Now, it came at a loss. I don't know how you even go to sleep. I uh, think you yeah. do kind of go to sleep if you're Lamar Jackson ultimately because you're like, boy, my contract about to be big. You hear me? Yeah. My contract going to be big. All Stay I got to do is not get hurt. Stay That's healthy. it. And be real with you, depending on what hurts, what gets, what gets hurt, and how late into the season I get hurt, 
it may be big anyway if he's actually still True. doing stuff like this. True. This is beyond video. This is hard to do on a video game. It really is because I'd be playing them, and I can't do all that. And they, the other dudes are trying. They're good. They're a good unit. The Dolphins are a good unit. Hard, Casey. They're trying as literally as hard as they can. So I understand. I get it. And Lamar's like, I'm just going to tear you apart. Exactly. I get it. You got so many names you can pull from. You know, some people, Buffalo, you, I know you, I see you on line one, Green Bay. I see you on line two. I get it. All right? It go Patrick Mahomes and then Lamar Jackson. And don't make me, don't push me to s- cement that that order right there. Don't push me after after yesterday's game, okay? Lamar Jackson's your second best QB. Not in the AFC, not in the AFC, okay? In the NFL. Yeah. Overreaction Monday. There you go. I like it. I got one more for you as well before we go to break. Yeah. So I'm looking at the NFC North, right? You know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. He's significantly better than Kyler Murray. Uh, he'll prove that tonight when they go to 2-0. and And I'm looking at that division, and I'm like, all right, the Vikings are like the class right now. They've overtaken the Packers, and I feel that way in week two. Then I'm looking at the rest of the division. I'm looking at that Packers game last night, and I'm like, this is underwhelming, right? If the Bears would just let Justin Fields throw the ball, they might win the game. Justin Fields is out here in two games. Cole Komet doesn't have a catch. Mooney has two catches, and the Bears are like, we're going to run it. It's that we're we're, we're going to run it again. Yeah. Justin Fields is like, can I please? They're like, no, we're going to run it. And then they're going to lose. But extremely underwhelming for the Packers, which is going to make me say something very wild right here. You ready for it? Okay. The Lions are good. The Lions will beat the Packers on multiple occasions this season. And I know they only play two times. Let it sit. Let it sit for a second, Casey. I'll sit on. That's how I feel about the yeah, Lions. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. had to let it sit that long. I like yeah. that one right you know there, Casey. I like that overreaction. You know that's a good one. Listen, I, I, I like, like what the Lions are doing. Yeah, I like the overreactions, Casey, from you especially, that actually look like they could come true, though. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Low-key. Packers, I am extremely underwhelmed with the Packers. They play defense. I, I'm cool with it. The Lions might play some defense and some offense. They play just, by the way, when the Lions play offense, they play just enough defense. Like 37 31. Just <laughs> enough. But as long as you play just enough, it's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing the Lions are out there scoring 71 points in two games. 71. And here's the crazy part they don't have Jameson Williams yet. They're going to get oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jared Goff over here like, mm-hmm. Jared Goff is now proving my point right again. What would you rather have, $19 million and, Kyle, and Jared Goff or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. J- Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I've never seen Jared Goff do what Kyler Murray did yesterday. Yeah, that was impressive. I'll give it to you. There's so many more overreactions we could have, but I'll let it. I'll, I'll finish it on that with the Lions. Yeah, that's a good one. There's definitely some takes to be had about – as you look up and down, like all of these teams. I'm sure someone's got some thoughts on the Raiders that are a bit overreactive. How about the Broncos? Mm. You know? Mm. Got plenty of teams you can still overreact about, but we just don't have enough time because we got Monday Night Football coming up uh, in about 20 minutes' time. Before that, though, Brad Middleton, how about some uh, star bench remove yeah, on Monday? Absolutely. We'll do that. We will do that. Um, we will do that after the break, and then we got Monday Night Football. So stick with us. Star bench remove. If you're interested in disrespect, this is the spot you want to be at because that's what's coming up right after this break. Over 
disarm with Kurtz and Middleton rolls on for just a bit longer. On overreaction Monday, on victory Monday, right here in Jacksonville, the Jags shut out the Indianapolis Colts. You know by now we celebrate until Wednesday, and then it's next week Wednesday, which is a horrible title for the Wednesday because it's technically this week Wednesday, but we're just getting over victory Monday, and then hangover Tuesday, next week Wednesday, and then we're into Thirsty Thursday and Championship Bell Fridays. You know what I'm saying? So it's a busy week on ESPN 690, as it is, well, every single week because we got a lot of stuff going on. Brian Middleton, we got some time before Monday Night Football. We got a star bench remove or what? We do have star bench remove, Casey Kurtz. Casey Kurtz, as always, the routine goes. You need the rules? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you three options. You got excited there. You're like, oh. No, no, no. I was just always prepared. Okay. I'll give you three options. Mm-hmm. You're going to start the one that you think is the best out of the three, mm-hmm. the one that you can't live without, the yep. one that the world can't live without. Yep. You're best the one that you feel is very close to starting, but not quite as nice as the one that you started. Yeah. And then the one you remove, you think is complete trash. Like yeah. their family tree is trash. Like get rid of everything that they're involved with. Okay. Yeah. From their team, potentially, mm-hmm. to maybe if it's not about sports, the whole organization. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. do what has to be done. You're, you're a good GM. You're cold and heartless. Let's do it. All right. First up, Casey Kurtz. Most impressive performance. He got Lamar Jackson. We went over that. 300-plus yards passing, 100-plus yards rushing, four total two uh, TDs. Tua, I'm not going to say his last name because I always chop it up. 470 yards passing, yeah. six TDs. Or Lions receiver, I'm always going to chop his name up too, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, Amon did you, did you? Amon Ross, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, two carries, 68 yards, right? He's wide receiver though. Yes, nice. he's a wide receiver. Yeah, nine receptions, 116 yards, two TVs. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw Amon Ross. He's doing it on my fantasy team. I'd love to you start him. on your fantasy team? Oh, yeah. I'd love to start him. I love this guy. I can't explain to you. I mean, he's, he's great. But... You know, I got to show my love to the quarterback position. And I hope Aaron Schachter's listening because I got to start Tua. I got to start Tua Tagovailoa. Six touchdown passes. Wow. Y'all disrespected wow. him all offseason. Wow. Six. Six. Wow. 28 points in the fourth quarter, I believe it was. Wow. Come on. Come on. Wow. Tua got his team back oh. from the depths. Wow. We got to give Tua some love when he deserves it. Mm. Ben Shamar and Gary Dahlman are unfortunately. Mm. Wow. What wow. else we got? Yeah. Uh, next up, man. Money makers. These guys are some of the highest paid in their respective sports. Okay. Mm-hmm. NFL. Aaron Rodgers. Sure. 50 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killian Mbappe. Mm. 50 million pounds, which equals out to about $57 million. Yep. Uh, and then Steph Curry at $48 million. Which one are you starting? Which one are you benching? Which one are you removing from oh, the Oh, I know which one I'm removing. Oh, Trust really? me, I know. Okay. Uh, a lot of good quarterbacks right now, so I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna start Steph Curry all day. Okay. Uh, I will bench Aaron Rodgers. I'll give him the respect. Wow. Listen. That's mature. Kylian Mbappe is so overrated. Really? So overrated. Why'd he get that big old contract then? Because I was over here trying to read. Do you want the truth? He plays for PSG and he's from France. They love the hometown. They can't let him go. He wanted to go. He said, Real Madrid's calling my name. They said, nah, we'll give you the bag. Huh? We'll give you the bag. You stay right here in France. So overrated. So overrated. Wow. I said what I said. 
It's, it's about, yeah, he's on the cover of FIFA for like the third straight year. Nah, he can't be that overrated. Oh, on the cover of FIFA? Oh, he is. Trust me. Okay. PSG uh, talk. Casey Kirk. I didn't think that you were going to knock the soccer guy out. Oh, yeah, we had to get rid of him. Wow. Next thing, uh, sure thing. You put Erling Holland in there, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't do enough research to get that deep into it. Sure thing. All right, these wideouts have the four highest uh, reception yards after week one. I mean, week two, uh, barring whatever happens on Monday Night Football. Okay. We got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk. You're cutting two of them, Casey Kirk. I'm cutting two of them? Yeah, you're removing from the face of the earth two of these four. Not a problem. Uh, we'll start Christian Kirk. Not a problem there. I like that. Christian Kirk always open. Right here in Jacksonville. Yeah, there the we go. The guy, I said it earlier, you got Jimmy Smith, mm-hmm. you got Keenan McCardell, and yep. you got Christian Kirk. I stand by the statement. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. Hill, and uh, Waddle. Waddle. <sighs> Bench Cooper Cup. Just move on. All the love to Tua. Yeah. None of the love to the receiver. Okay. It's messed up. Yeah. I know it is. I love Jalen Waddle. Surprising too. starts, Casey Kurtz. What do we got? The Giants at 2-0. The that Jets at 1-1. One one, or the Bengals at 0-2. Let's yeah, start the Giants. I mean, come on. You know, nobody expected them to beat Tennessee. Carolina, maybe. Not Tennessee. Daniel Jones said, all right, we cooking. We cooking. Kenny Galladay said, we quitting. We quitting. Because Kenny Galladay is gone. Uh, apparently, it was MIA after the game. I will start the Giants because it's surprising. And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm thinking. I'll bench the the uh, the Bengals. Okay. Because I did not think the Bengals are starting 0-2. All right. That surprises me greatly. Jets, you know, we got to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. The Jets got to go. Like, you beat yeah. Cleveland. And you need, like, a miracle to do it. Like, listen, Aaron's gone, so we can talk about the Jets. Like, the Browns ain't that good. Especially not without Deshaun. Here we go. They might not be good with him either. Good for the good for Garrett Wilson, though. My man was feasting on my DFS. What else we got quickly? Last one, Casey Kurtz. Comebacks. The Jets come back. 13 down with 90 seconds left. Miami, uh, 21 down, start the fourth. Or the Cardinals uh, down 20 halfway through the third while being shut out on the road. Yeah, I'll start the Cardinals. I hate to do it, there but, go. yeah, hostile environment. Uh, the Raiders really took their foot off the gas, I think. Uh, I think the last play was incomplete as well. That ball was definitely moving for A.J. Green. Heck of a throw by Kyler Murray. He's about to get outplayed by Kirk Cousins tonight, but it, it was a great throw to get it in there. A.J. Green's got to make the catch. They said he did, but, like, go back and watch it, folks. But still, great comeback. Uh, who else we got? Jets and who? Yeah, the, the Jets. Then so we got one other one. Oh, oh. The, uh, the Dolphins. I'm yeah, I'll bench the Dolphins. I'll bench okay, the Dolphins. And then uh, Jets again. See ya. See ya. Aaron Shack on line one. That's it for a uh, star bench remove. That Casey. is it for star bench remove. We got the Titans. We got the Bills coming up right here Monday night football. Brian Middleton, who are you picking to win this one? Buffalo? Is it that simple? Buffalo. Then how about this one? The second Monday night game, the Minnesota Vikings. I think it's the game of the week, by the way. The Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, man, that's gonna be tough. Who are you riding with? But since Philly has a better QB, I gotta go with uh, his quarterback Ooh. league. Going with the Eagles. You wow. But Jefferson gonna cook. Jefferson going cook. I'm so excited to see the game. I think these are two really good teams with two really good weapons. Give me Minnesota. Give me Minnesota, even though I like the Eagles a lot, Brian Middleton. Hey, you do. Uh, you got anybody left in fantasy? Oh, you do. How did we talk about this all day? We got a r- lot riding on this. Okay. You got Dalvin Cook against me. Yeah. And I'm up like 11 or 12. There you go. I'm in trouble. 
Maybe. I'm in trouble tonight. Oh, Captain Kirk, please sling it around the yard a little bit. We got to get out of here. Monday Night Football is up next. For Brian Milton, I'm Casey Kurtz. Have a great night, everybody.